You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Fantasy Football Show, a safe space for all you foul-mouthed fantasy players out there. As always, it's your boys, King Josh, Josh King, Big Rome, Fantasy Fish. What the fuck's going on, guys? How's it going? I feel like we haven't done a show in, like, months, even though it's only been, like, a week. It has been, man. It's been a fucked-up couple of weeks, man. Yeah, withdrawal. Got, got a bunch of stuff going on in our personal lives, and, you know, all you listeners are cheap sons of bitches and don't give us money. So we can do yeah. this full time. It's all your fault, oh, listeners. On. Those of you giving us shit on the interwebs, telling us, hey, you put out no show. It's like, no shit. I know we didn't put out a show. I'm well aware <laughs> that I didn't I record all about it. You think I give a fuck about you? I have my own fantasy we, playoffs to worry about. <laughs> Actually, speaking of fantasy uh, playoffs, we never talked about the show league. Like We've only talked about it like twice like this whole year. But I'm going to just bring it up right now. Uh, Director Ross actually came in first place. He won won an outstanding eight weeks in a row, which is funny because at the beginning of the year, Director Ross, myself, I think Roman Fish, I think you guys were kind of like middle of the pack. No, it was like the first, it was I think the first four weeks, none of us were in the playoffs or majority of us were not in the playoffs. And then my team somehow won an, an insane nine weeks in a row to end the league, end the season in second place at 10. I went 10 and four, but I won nine in a row. So I went one and four in the first fucking five weeks. And I was like, well, my team fucking sucks. And then just, <laughs> I just did well. And then, uh, that's why you got to keep Ryan going Kennedy, though, you know? Yeah. Ryan Kennedy came in at third, uh, moon vibes, wavy. Deshaun came in at fourth, big Rome came in at fifth. Uh, friend of the show, Liz, came in at seven. I'm sorry, sixth at seven and seven. Fish, you came in at seventh place at seven and seven. Uh, Martin from uh, the Dynasty Pylon guys, he came in at, at eighth, seven and seven. This league was just so fucking close. It was crazy. And then I love I love fantasy football. Fantasy football, Tony. Uh, he came in at ninth at six and eight. Uh, friend of show, Jason, came in at five and nine, tenth place. Lobo. Sadly, 11th place at 5-9. and nine. And then one of my favorite humans, Chris Beck, came in at 12th at 3. And poor Beck, man. Like, just Hey, Beck put it in till the end, though. I commend him for it. He because did. It would have been tough sledding after, like, you know, from, like, three weeks on or three weeks ago on, and he would have had to win, and he, he didn't. But I like it well, when you people know, don't he, just quit on He something. lost Cooper Cup, yeah. lost Damian Pierce, like, just – you had a rough go and you know injuries are a big factor but i will say i appreciate bex just because like you said he didn't stop playing like he actually was still making waiver moves he was trying like he was really trying to keep it there but you know send playoffs or make an impact in the league elsewhere you know yeah knock somebody out by beating them that's always great exactly yeah exactly then uh week one of the playoffs started this week uh director ross in a very very close battle with uh martin it literally could be anybody's game. Uh, Rome, you're in a cl- close battle with uh, Wavy over there at Moon Vibes. Get yeah. r- holding on. Uh, sadly, Ryan Kennedy, he's been booted. Friend to show Liz beat. And then Fish, you and I had, we both, we. <laughs> I'm the fucking second highest point total in this fucking week. But of course, I played you and you had the highest point total this week. So I'm booted from the playoffs. Yeah, Fish, I fucking you're slapped you up Liz. there. You know what's crazy is that. That game, I was I was following it just because I was curious that <clears throat> this fantasy matchup. And like mm. early on, I was favored, and then later you were favored, and then I was favored again. And then at one point, we were like it was like a point two projection difference, and then here we are, ten point difference. It was well, who would have known? I should have played fucking Tyler Algier. <laughs> well, you should have known that since he's on your. I should have known better. Should have played Tyler Algier instead of Alvin Kamara. Fuck's wrong with me. Yeah. Um, I hope I, I hope you win because uh, I want you to get the first ever filthy fantasy football league championship ring. Either you or Rome. I want one of you guys to get it because I want I want the title to stay with one of us. 
Yeah, yeah I hope so too. Also, because I just like Although, winning, but yeah, I hate losing. I'm sad that I lost because I had the second highest point total this week, and I just happened to play the fucking guy who had the highest point total this. <laughs> Not like the most fantasy football thing, though. You're like, yeah, you're like, ten and four. I was seven and seven. <clears throat> like I said, you came in favored. Like it. I mean, my team didn't feel like it was anything to be like worried about to me. I was like, oh, Josh probably got this. You know, you know Derrick Henry had a great game for you. Brian Robinson had a touchdown taken away from him. That could have been. Yeah. Oh, well. It's okay. That that That's fantasy football for you. I'm in a lot of other leagues. Yep. So, was you, so sure. are you guys. So it's so it makes it fun. Yeah. that That's the nice thing about fantasy football. You can play in multiple leagues. You don't have to just play in one. So. Cool, man. Well, hey. Uh, e. Happy ho- Merry Christmas to you guys, because I'm not a happy holidays guy. I'm a Merry Christmas guy. Actually, it doesn't fucking... I don't care. What, whatever you celebrate, I don't give a fuck. Just be happy. Eat a lot of food. Cuddle cuz. Ma- masturbate. Eat in and out Burger. Have a good time. Sounds like a plan. Rome's that still- has to be the holidays to do that? <laughs> I do that all the time. R- Rome's still sick. <laughs> You're just always celebrating, Rome. <laughs> yeah, he just he just loves life. He's just a happy guy. <laughs> That's it. Um, season's almost coming to an end. We apologize for missing last week, but you know, fuck you. But we also love you. Um, we got some weird episodes coming up in the next few weeks. Things are just we got a lot of moving pieces. We're we we grow, we evolve, we change. We are forever fluid, and trying to fill you guys with our fluids. Forever. That's probably Fuck yes. Yeah. Um, all right. Before we get started, let's talk about a little bit of news. N- like, it's fine. Not a lot of news, but some massive things have happened. Uh, Jalen Hurts is uncertain to play on Saturday against the Cowboys. He suffered a sprained shoulder in the Week 15 win over the Bears, and that sucks because he carried your fantasy team all fucking year, and then he died. And yep. that sucks. Again, that is just a very much fantasy football thing. Um, so later when we get into some waivers, there not a lot of quarterbacks out there, but there's a couple that you might be okay with moving forward. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, who has been diagnosed with a high ankle sprain, and he is highly unlikely to return this season. So he was finally coming along, too. Like, he was finally, like... He never panned out to be what everybody thought he was going to be, though. No, but he did start to have some bigger games, and then here we are in the fantasy playoffs. What he played, he had the ball. He carried the ball once, something like that. Yeah, just in time. <laughs> At least Jalen Hurts gave you three rushing touchdowns yes. before dismounting. Yeah, for real. He's he's a re- he's a real hero. Uh, Khalil Herbert, running back for the Chicago Bears, has been designated to return from injured reserve. Which I, I'm actually kind of curious to see how that shakes up the Chicago Bears backfield. Because why are you shaking your head? No, I don't like it. Because I don't like it. <laughs> I like Montgomery. I like <laughs> Montgomery too, but Herbert was good. Yeah, I know he took away from Montgomery. Montgomery has been amazing without him there. Really, you know who's been amazing without him there? Uh, fucking your quarterback, Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Yeah. Well, Herb, dude, true. Khalil Herbert as the backup running back was on pace for a thousand rushing yards. Before he got hurt in week 10. Sounds like he's taking the ball too much from the starter. He can go right to hell. There you go. There's <laughs> that. And then the biggest news of the week, Sam Darnold will still start week 16 against the Lions. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. Way to, way to be. Way to be a guy. <laughs> When's That's that all I got coming back? News. That's what I want to know. It's the only question I have for Carolina anymore this rest of the season. When is Matt Coral coming back next year. I think so. Is, he, is it? I th- <clears throat> excuse me. Is his injury that long? Because he's Didn't on he the like, stuff. He like hurt his shoulder or some shit like that. I don't know. Mm. It's always next year, buddy. <laughs> yeah, he will be the quarterback next year. Won't be Sam Darnold. It'll probably it'll be Jimmy be Garoppolo next year. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's going to be maybe Jimmy, whoever they fucking draft. 
a bunch of them coming out. Yep, terrible. That's all I got for news. Do you guys see anything else? There wasn't a lot. Just those were like the big ones. That's it. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Well, hey, let's get to everybody's favorite segment. My favorite segment. Uh-huh. Me too. This week's Pinks and Stinks. So with the deliciousness that was fantasy football, there was some games out there that were outstanding, and there were some performances that were absolutely outstanding. So, Ron, why don't you get us started with that uh, quarterback pink this week? I'm going to get this started with a guy who was only fucking rostered on about 78%. But if you needed him in a pinch, man, he fucking came through. And I'm talking, of course, of Trevor Lawrence. Good old sunshine. Went out there and is finally really starting to put everything together. It's really been fun to kind of watch him the last couple of weeks as he's just been chucking that ball around. But 318 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. He also added 21 yards on the ground. Now, he did get smacked up on that on one of those runs and fumbled it, unfortunately. But, uh. Hey, he still fucking scored you about 35 fantasy points. That can help you win a goddamn playoff game for sure if you started him. Absolutely. Especially against Dallas. Like, who would have thought that against Dallas, man? Damn. You know how nervous I was? I'm one of the Trevor Lawrence starters or startees, whatever you want to call us. He fucking, I was nervous because I'm going, man, Dallas's fucking defense is real. I guess we're about to see what Trevor Lawrence, I was just hoping they'd be down. And have to throw. Yeah. But he he fucking played his nuts off, man. He did. Sure did. With that beautiful hair. God, it's beautiful. He's a beautiful white chocolate man. Mm. I think it's funny how there's that girl who goes to Clemson that looks just like him. She thinks she plays like soccer or some shit like that. Or volleyball. That was what that was always like my favorite when they would do like the side by side comparisons and it's like, see this bitch looks just like fucking Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> All right, Fish, who was that quarterback that tickled your fancy this week? Yes, the quarterback that tickled my fancy is future Super Bowl champion Kirk Cousins. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he threw a damn lot of passes, 54 passes, and he only completed 34 of them. But he got four touchdowns and 460 yards. Um, he had two picks, but if you're throwing four touchdowns and 460 yards, I don't care how many picks you throw. You could probably throw six before I'd be mad at you. Um, it's the best game of the year, and yeah. really, his only game of over thirty points. And so, if if he's gonna turn it on, this is the time to do it. It was yeah, that shit was impressive, especially because they were down thirty three to nothing at like half, or whatever yeah. fucking was, and then they were. just talk about come up from come from behind victory. Goddamn man, like that shit was just. Yeah, I think that's the biggest in history or something like that. Uh-huh. I just think it's funny that it Matt Matt Ryan now has the worst like losses in Super Bowl and regular season history with the twenty eight to three and the thirty three to nothing. Oh man, poor guy. So good. And then uh, my quarterback pink this week, just because he got hurt, and I appreciate what you did, Jalen Hurts. Man, like it's funny because if he, uh, his quarterback stats aren't that great, but just to show you the that the rushing upside, man, because. 22 of 37 for 315. You're like, okay, that's not bad. But no touchdowns and two picks. You're like, oh, that sucks. But 17 carries for 61 yards and three touchdowns. Put him as a quarterback three this week. Just outstanding play this year. As of right now, I think he's like the quarterback one on the year. Or the quarterback two, something like that. But still, like, just heartbreaking that he got hurt. And it really sucks because I picked the Eagles to win the Super Bowl, and I don't think uh, Gardner Minshew is going to get them there. Um, Not past Kirk Cousins. No, nah, dude, Kirk Cousins is now my Super Bowl favorite <laughs> on the NFC. But Jalen Hurts, man, you know, I, I I hope you're not, like, seriously injured. Like, if you miss the rest of the regular season, that's fine. Just I, I hope you're okay and – you know, can have a nice, long, healthy career because he really turned it around from last year. Because last year he was just a very, like, meh quarterback. You know, I mean, he was good for fantasy, but in terms of just being a court, like, it was just nice seeing him actually, like, progress in his career. And you're like, oh, this guy's actually has potential to be a good NFL quarterback. And so get healthy, please. Yeah. Yep. All right. Running backs, Rome. 
Let's do it. All right, I'm going to go with a guy that's been absolutely on fucking a tear, and I'm talking about Jarek McKinnon. This guy scored you 30 points this week. He's only rostered in about 78% of leagues. Just because you don't know what you're going to get, but boy, he's been fucking consistent lately. He got 10 rushing attempts for 52 yards and got in the end zone. He had eight targets, eight receptions, 70 yards, and another fucking touchdown. He also fucking got a two-point conversion. This guy is exactly what this offense needed. He's, I, I thought it was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He did okay. This fucking guy makes it look so effortless, though. Jarek McKinnon is, is really kind of fitting into this Chiefs offense beautifully. Yeah. And I can see it. I can see him making a huge run here for for owners of him in the playoffs. I mean, he has 13, 28, and 30 points in the last three weeks against two stellar defenses as well, Cincinnati and Denver. You know, Houston, you kind of expect that. But, man, I think he's really turning a corner here and is going to be the guy. Of all the running backs for Kansas City, he'd be the one that I want uh, to be rostering as well. So I, I uh, totally understand, and I agree with that. All right, Fish, who was your running back this week? Yeah, I'm going to go with rookie Tyler Algier. Um Yeah. He, he was only on the field for 50% or 49% of snaps, but he rushed the ball for 17 times, 139 yards, and a touchdown. He got another touchdown that could have been his, vultured by Cordell Patterson. And that's the thing is Patterson was playing. They had rookie quarterback in there, so that, that may have helped increase the volume a little bit. But it's also a sign that if Desmond Ritter can uh, – Grasp this quarterback position. They got a great running back behind him for a long time. So we'll see what they turn it into, but great signs. It's always a, ri- a risk with rookies. You kind of run this risk of waiting till they get the opportunity, but he finally got it and he did something with it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my running back pink of the week, Derrick Henry doing Derrick Henry things, especially in a team in a game where Ryan Tanhill got hurt. Malik Willis, pretended to play quarterback for a little bit. And then Tan, you know, it's fun. Is that how bad Willis just isn't ready for the NFL? The fact that like, it looked like Tannehill broke his fucking leg and they put him back out there. <laughs> like, they were like, just, just get back out there. You're, yeah. You'll be okay. Keep go ahead. But I mean, Derrick Henry, this man, you can't stop this man. You know exactly what the Titans are going to do. And he's just going to do it anyways. 21 carries 104 yards and a touchdown. He also caught the ball four times for 59 yards. And then guess what? Next week, he takes on Houston, where he scored 35 points a couple weeks back to 32 carries, 219, and two touchdowns. So, I mean, if you have Derrick Henry, like Fish does in our show league, he destroyed me this week and broke my heart and made me sad. But just absolute stud. Just, he's the juggernaut. I'm sure Derrick Henry Derrick – Henry. Derrick Henry is deeply apologetic. I am not apologetic, but Derrick Henry, I'm sure. It's okay. The Chargers won, but it, the cost of me getting kicked out of the fantasy playoffs. <laughs> so, everything. That. All right, moving on to wide receivers. Some great performances this week. A lot of guys to choose from. Rome, go ahead and get us started. I'm going to switch it up on you guys from what I said pre-show. I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson. What? And here's why. Because in... Because in... The fantasy playoffs, you need your guys to fucking step up and play. I'm looking here at some of these other guys that are scoring. They're fucking rostered in 2% of leagues, 5% of leagues. Get fucked. Those aren't the guys that are starting in your playoffs. Justin Jefferson fucking came in. 16 targets, which is unreal. 12 fucking receptions, 123 yards, and a touchdown. The you want to talk about the last couple of weeks? A guy that's just been fucking peppered with targets. He's had over thirty in two games, and that's not even counting all all the double digits that he's had all season. This guy f- stepped up in your playoff week, and and hopefully got you a nice W because he stepped up big, man. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a great performance by him, especially because. He was getting kind of shut down almost the entire game. Like, a lot of those points came in the second half. Yeah, they all did. He yeah. had, like, three points in the first half. I was like, fuck, what's going on here? Like, there was a 
I remember one point in time, because it was pretty early in the day, and I was just, you know, doing errands and shit like that, and I was like, fuck, man, Jefferson only has, like, three points. What the fuck's going on over there? Then I saw it was, like, mm-hmm. 33 to nothing, and it was halftime, and I was like, well, that fucking sucks, because I have Jefferson in a couple leagues, and but no, he was like, I, I got your back. I'm not going to let you down. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, Fish, who do you got? Yeah, I'm going to pair my guy with um, Rome's quarterback there, uh, Zay Jones. He had six receptions on eight targets, 109 yards, three touchdowns. Um, I started him in a league. I think I was eliminated in that league already, but I'm just playing for some side game. But, man, what a crucial time to play Zay Jones. And he's he's not rostered that much either, like Rome said, about – 43% roster. He was 22% started, so those 22% of people on Sleeper are just loving it. Um, perfect timing for a bit. And he's had a couple big weeks. You know, the past four weeks, he had 22, and then he had two against Detroit, which is atrocious. But then he had 17, 31 points. So he's he's really starting to turn it on there in Jacksonville. Absolutely. I think that's just a cusp of the whole offense starting to kind of click under Peterson there. Yeah, agreed. Totally. And then uh, my wide receiver pink this week, I'm going to go with Jalen Waddell. Um, He's been kind of disappointing the last few weeks. And then kind of like what you were touching on Rome to get a guy who you've been relying on all year. But then if you look at his performance last few weeks, eight points, 11, one and four, you're like, fuck, like, like I actually benched Waddle in a league because I was like, I can't risk getting another one or four point performance from him. Like I need, I need someone to like put up points and it sucks because I left all those points on my bench, but, and then plus like, you know, it's against Buffalo It's supposed to be snowy, but the weather actually didn't look that bad, but you know, seven targets, which is nice, but three catches for one fourteen, he scored a touchdown, you know, to get top 10 performance from your studs when you need it the most. That's a more yeah. love that. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. Tight ends. George Kittle was no, good. Me, don't, hey, shut your mouth. Let me take this. Okay, go ahead. This is the only time I've been able to do this all year for this cocksucker. As a 49er fan, I'm owed. George Kittle. Nicely done. You finally fucking found yourself in the end zone. Got you 23 points from a tight end, which, by the way, fantastic. I I didn't even know it was possible by anybody other than Travis Kelce. But uh, five targets, he made four catches for 93 yards. He was fucking scampering all over the field. He did look good. Two touchdowns. He looked fucking good. He did look good. If if you get yours, I get mine. So (laughs) I'm going to take Juwan Johnson. (laughs) Only 67 yards, two touchdowns. You know, he's two points short of Kittle there. But um, I apologize for dropping you Juwan Johnson. I just didn't have room on on my roster anymore. And Mark Andrews was supposed to be better than you. Well, I guess if we're all picking pinks, I'll pick one too. Darren Waller, you stupid son of a bitch. Where have you been all year? Three catches, 48 (laughs) yards, and a touchdown. Fucking A, man. Like, way to show up. It's your fucking fault, regardless of your back or not. Oh, definitely. And then, you know what? Honorable mention, uh, Taysom Hill, how we always said, just fuck it. Just hope for the best. Well, it kind of happened. He didn't do anything. Seven carries for 30 yards. But he happened to throw a touchdown pass. Uh, so it was, it was a 68-yard touchdown pass to Rashid Shahid, who Fish was trying to make a thing. It was like, this isn't going to be a thing. It's not going to be a thing. <laughs> it's just funny. But, the but hey, you know what? It I, Although, honestly, I don't think anybody really played Taysom Hill anymore just because I don't think you could. But fuck it. If you did, you had an okay week from a tight end. So... There you go. Two day. All right, moving on. So with the good always comes the bad. With the pink comes the stink, which sucks because something beautiful hangs out next to an asshole. But, you know, that's just life. Mm. And it's just life, baby. <laughs> and a couple people. Oh, you know what's funny? Talk about stink. I had a fun fact for you. Through the first two seasons of their career. Uh, did I delete it? I must have deleted it. But oh, Zach no. Wilson. Wide uh, quarterback for the New York Jets has worst career numbers than Jamarcus Russell, former first round bust of the Oakland Raiders. Is that 
I need to see Oh, here we go. Yeah, I have it right here. So so for the first two years, Jamarcus Russell, 59, 53% completion to Zach Wilson's 55. So he beat him there. But Russell threw 15 touchdowns to Wilson's 12. Russell had 12 interceptions to Wilson's 16. And Russell had a 74 QBR. Wilson has a 70 QBR. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> Zach Wilson is not fat. <laughs> this is true. That's the only thing. And he's not black since everything's about race and in the NFL. That had to be what happened. I think Wilson is going to be made an example of. Yeah. Can we all just agree that Zach Wilson sucks? Like, he just sucks. <laughs> like, he's not. Yeah, I don't know why we're not but he, but, in agreement. But he looks so gay at times. Like, he really, he's got a nice arm. I just feel like it was a, not a good situation to go with. I love Salah but he's a defensive coach. That's the thing though, is like all these quarterbacks look good at times during the NFL, but NFL standards, you kind of fucking suck. Yeah, it is what it is, man. Sorry. Go on your mission again or something. The only thing Zach Wilson has going for him is he bangs hot moms and he has a hot mom. God bless him. I mean, someone's got to do it, and I'm glad it's him. I, I wish it was me, but that's okay. Good for him. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was funny. Okay, anyways, so back to stinks. So some quarterbacks did some absolute shit performances, and we're here to expose them. So wrong. All right, let me fucking jump in on this here because this is just pathetic. There's two guys I want to touch on. Mac fucking Jones who just looked like shit. I mean, he had 112 fucking yards passing, and he ran for 10 and fucking just got abused at the end of the game by fucking Chandler Jones. Yes, he did. Just looked so bad the entire game. And then the other guy is is Tyler Huntley. I think a lot of people thought, my opponent in whites included, that he would kind of step in and, and kind of do what he did last year where the offense still clicked, but uh, yeah, 138 yards later, no touchdowns, a pick and only 15 yards rushing. Uh, he got you a whopper of five points, which really could have fucked you up. Yeah. Gross. Yep. If you were trying to get cheeky. <laughs> All right, fishy. You got, all right. You got to do it, Josh. Justin Herbert. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I mean, it, I wanted he, him to do it. <laughs> his game wasn't that bad, and he's the heroics. He got you. He got you the team win. But um, three hundred thirteen yards, twenty eight completions on forty two targets with his weapons back. No touchdowns, two picks. He lost twenty two yards on sacks. He got you ten points in the fantasy playoffs, and I know that Austin Eckler plays fantasy football, so he should know better. He really should. Yeah. The fact that Ryan Tannehill missed part of the game and still outscored Justin Herbert is really depressing. Mm-hmm. Really is. Uh, my quarterback stink of the week. I don't know. I'll go with Geno Smith. Not because... Uh. I mean, he, he had an okay game. He still beat Justin Herbert. But... 31 to 44 for 238 and a touchdown. I mean, he's been he's the quarterback seven on the year. You know, he's been getting constantly getting like 25-ish, 26 points a game. And San Francisco does have a good defense. But you figured at home, you know, just you'd hope more from that. And I know that it actually I'm gonna lose a week because of Geno Smith, because I played him in hopes that I would get a good week out of him, but I didn't. And it hurt me so bad. And it makes me sad. But I don't know. Yeah. Oh, fucking Sam Darnold outscored Geno Smith. Or no, he didn't. He outscored Justin Herbert. Fuck you, Justin Herbert. That sucked. Do better. Be better. You're better than that. All right. Moving on to running back. Because I'm getting all up in my feelings. All right, my uh, my running back stink of the week here is a guy that that really 
man, he was doing so good and has done good all year. But Jamal Williams, most, I mean, he's rostered in 93% of leagues. I know he's really kind of slowed down, but he had 13 rushing attempts and only got managed 33 yards and couldn't get in the end zone, which is literally all he's been able to do all year long. So if you started him because you picked him up and he's been your guy, man, that he hurt you this week bad. Man, you know what? Does anybody just think of Cordell Patterson right now? Fuck that guy. It's, it's not the same story, though. Like, backup running back, not is it, a stud all year. The fa- Kind of old fantasy playoffs come along and just fucks you. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what they do best. Yeah. That's weird. All right, Fish, who's, uh, who's your stink this week? Yeah, my running back stink of the week. And look, this is this guy didn't have a bad game either, but Nick Chubb, 10 points. You know, 99 yards. You, 99 yards is good, but 10 points in fantasy in the playoffs doesn't cut it. And he couldn't fall into the end zone. You know, they, the, the game was bad in general. It was. And, uh, you know, two targets, couldn't catch a ball. Like, Ben, what, the RB, he was RB1 for a long time this season. And yeah, then he's still the running back six like, on the year. I was going to say, and you know, this week he just finished way down the board. And like I said, it's the time you can't have that happen. No. Then uh, my running back stink of the week, Joe Mixon. I mean, it's a tough matchup against Tampa Bay. Um, He did miss time with an injury, but just 11 carries, 21 yards. He did catch five balls for 33, which is, which is nice. But the fact that he ended the week, as of right now, you know, pending the Monday night game, he's the running back 36 on the week. You know, he's been a top 10 running back all year. And to get less than eight points from your running back one, like especially right now when you need it the most. I mean, I'm a big advocate to start your stud. So everyone played him. But to only get, you know, shit from him, you're like, well, that really sucks. And there's a chance you lost your week because of, well, you know, probably a, a, a myriad of other things but you know but to get eight points from your running back that fucking sucks so all right moving on we got some bad wide receiver performances out there Rome, why don't you go ahead and find us a a wide receiver all right let me start it off and just to touch on what i said with justin jefferson as well you got to start your studs well you started a stud and his name was stefan diggs and stefan diggs he hurt you real bad Cause he still got fucking targeted, man. He still got nine targets. He made five receptions, but he only got you 60 yards. Like if he got in the end zone, man, it could have been an okay day, but he just for, for being your guy, eight points, isn't going to cut it. Nope. Can I yep. have that? And talk about starting your studs. My guy here, nine targets, four receptions, 28 yards, Devonte Adams. Ugh. Just yeah. absolutely killed you this week. Four point eight points he got. Played ninety nine percent of snaps and everything. So just did not get anything done. No. Completely shut down. It's the Patriots. You expect that, but man, I don't think you expected it that bad. Yeah, yeah. To get less than five points from Devontae Adams, who's who can put up forty in a fucking week, you know, it's just uh my wide receiver stink of the week is Chris Olave especially against Atlanta, like just they're not a good defense, but just four targets, three for 53. You know, he's the wide receiver 48 on the week. And I mean, I I think he has a chance of winning rookie of the year, especially now that Damian Pierce is out, Brees Hall's out, you know, Garrett Wilson is kind of emerging, but Chris Olave has been like a steady guy all week. And he, you know, he became a weekly play and you had to play him. And then you're like, hell yeah, week one of the fantasy playoffs, coming off the bye week, taking on that horrible Atlanta defense. But no, poop, absolute poop. And yep. that's disappointing. Mm-hmm. Uh, tight end stinks is basically everyone that we didn't list. <coughs> yeah, for real. Uh, let's do a bonus fucking pink for this. Dawson Knox. We should have talked about him. The fucking guy was the only weapon in Buffalo, apparently, because no wide receiver scored well. 
So good on Dawson Knox, and that's about the last time I'll ever do that for him. <laughs> so You've never liked Dawson Knox. I don't. <laughs> I gave him love right there. He's got enough. That's enough. That's Very a Christmas <laughs> Dawson. Like that, that's all you get. All right. Well, hopefully you won your week this week, and now you're you're moving on to the next round of the fantasy playoffs. But let's say you have Jalen Hurts. And you're freaking out now. You're like, holy fuck. I need a quarterback. Um, I actually, while you guys were talking, I found a couple quarterbacks that have okay matchups moving on next week. You got Jared Goff taking on the Carolina Panthers. He's probably rostered in a good portion of leagues, but there's a chance. Because you know what? A lot of guys, you know, if you have a Josh Allen or, well, if you had Jalen Hurts, you weren't carrying two quarterbacks. So there's a possibility Jared Goff's out there. Uh, Brock Purdy, your boy from San Francisco, taking on the Washington Bullfrogs. So he and he's been a good quarterback for fantasy. I think he's had thirty. He had thirty points uh, just a couple days or yesterday, Saturday. They play Saturday, Thursday. When they play Thursday, Thursday. Daniel Jones is taking on the Minnesota Vikings, and he's got the rushing upside. So there's that, and then. If you need like a safe 15 to 20 points, Sam Darnold is taking on Detroit. That's disgusting. It's probably the only time I'll ever recommend Sam Darnold ever. But you know what? Detroit, they give up points. Their defense isn't the greatest. You know, Sam Darnold, I mean, he didn't have like a great game uh, yesterday, but hang on, let's see. Sam Darnold. So, I mean, he threw a touchdown pass. He's got a good chemistry going on with DJ Moore, which is nice. But he went 14 to 23 for 225 and a touchdown with no picks. So, I mean, that's – it was more than Justin Herbert. He was the the quarterback 20 last week. So, if you need just a safe – not safe. If you need a floor. If you need floor play, there you go. Um, Do you guys have any other quarterbacks out there maybe? No, I mean no. Gardner Min, Min, Gardner Minshew is going to be available, but his schedule upcoming is not that favorable. I wouldn't even really want to go for him. So I'd stick with Purdy if I was going to take one of the replacements. Yeah, Purdy, Purdy, Purdy. What is? Um, it's, so good. it's going to be real funny when they trade Trey Lance next year because, dude, Rock here's Purdy's the problem. Better. Okay, and I was talking to my dad about this. Because it's such a good dilemma to have in theory is you've got essentially two quarterbacks that can start. Here's the crazy part. I actually think Purdy, well, Garoppolo will be gone next season. Yeah, he will. Right now they have three. Right right now they have three. They can fucking ball. But Purdy, I think, runs the offense better than Lance. And I don't, as a fan, I'm I'm hurt by this because they gave up so much. And there's no way they get anything remotely close to that. I don't even think they get a first for him at this point. For Lance? Mm-hmm. No. I, I don't think a team would give up no. like anything higher than a fourth. Yeah. And even then, like if I had a franchise, I wouldn't even want to give up a fourth for Lance. Like I would give <laughs> I, I would give like a sixth a sixth and some cash. <laughs> you know, like I not even cash. I'm like, fuck you, here's a sixth round pick. Give me Trey Lance then. And what do, I mean, what do the 49ers do? That they have to start him over Purdy. Next year, at least for well, a okay. little bit. All right, like question. Already New question. Now, question posed: What if they win a Super Bowl with Purdy? Then it's sure. the Drew Bledsoe, Tom we... Brady thing. What if Purdy wins a Super Bowl? That's a good point. And I, you're fucked. I you have two quarterbacks. Yeah, and you're stuck with both. I mean, at least fucked, they're both on rookie we'd, contracts. We'd, they're cheap. We'd have right? we'd have won a Super Bowl, which is all that really matters. But yeah, yeah, man, I just it would be. I'm borderline fucked up. You you trade Trey Lance happen. to the Rams because they're willing to give up draft picks for players. <laughs> they yeah, but they don't have fucking... any until like 2030. That's okay. They should just they should just make a new formation with two quarterbacks. Ooh. Like double shotgun. And there's just two of them back there, and you fucking figure out what they're gonna do with it. Double shotgun, you don't know who they're gonna snap to, and fish, you just you know? made my pee-pee heart. <laughs> I like that. Gross. I'm in. Let's fucking see it. I mean, that's what the Saints did a little bit. This would be an even better version of that. You tell Trey yeah. Lance to put on 30 pounds, you move him to tight end like Logan Thomas. 
That's like uh, Tim Tebow. I hate Logan Thomas worse than Dawson Knox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Trey Lance, you know what? He's six foot four. He's six four, two twenty four. You bulk him up to like two sixty. You make him play tight end. I just fucking so make uh, him a linebacker. I mean, he can he he fancies himself a running back. Make so him let an, him try to fucking run around. Make <laughs> him an edge rusher. Put him on the other side of Nick Bosa. Just see what happens. <laughs> Just say fuck it, Dude, Nick crazy. Boza. Nick Boza has been so good. Fuck. I like all the the racist memes about Nick Boza. It's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> like every time I go on fucking Twitter, it's always like, "Oh, I can't wait to play against a black quarterback." <laughs> it's just like it's the fun. It's the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen. Um, I mean, he just looks like a Klansman. <laughs> other other waiver pickups, possibly. If you have Jonathan Taylor, make sure Deion Jackson's available. Although. He is like he is rostered in a lot of leagues now because fantasy playoffs. We talked about it. Hold on to the handcuffs. Don't drop guys. Um, Jahan Dotson. I think if he's available out there, pick him up because they got San Francisco and Cleveland the next two weeks. So, and he's really coming along. Only only fifty three percent rostered. Uh, Brian Robinson. Yeah, Antonio Gibson doesn't seem to be it. He had terrible week. He's been getting less and less touches. Robinson's been getting better and better and better as the season as he recovers from that injury. Yeah, something to consider there. They are playing San Francisco next week, so you might want to wait a week. But they got Cleveland after that, and then Dallas. So not the most favorable matchups. Not the most favorable matchups. But if you're a Jonathan Taylor owner and he's probably he's probably rostered in your league, but definitely check if Jarek McKinnon's available. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's clearly the running back to have there. Um, yeah, and even Tyler Algier, like, I don't think they want Cordero Patterson to be a running back. And, yeah, he fucking uh, sucks. He's only thirty nine percent rostered. So you're yeah. digging deep here, but you'd have to be if there's an injury like that. Do you guys have any interest in Zay Jones? Two weeks ago, in st- yeah, against Tennessee, eight for seventy seven and a touchdown on twelve targets, and then yesterday. You know, six for 109 and three on eight targets. I mean, you're taking on the Jets in a short week on Thursday, which sucks. But then you're taking on Houston in the championship. So, Mm. Yeah, I like Zay Jones. I like him enough that I had him on Dynasty Leagues last year and the year before. I also – the thing is, too, is honestly, like, I'll pick up guys just to play keep away from my opponent. Mm -hmm. Well, I just thought that he was going to – he's a veteran with a a young quarterback. So by the time the quarterback's ready, he's going to be even more seasoned of a veteran, but still young enough to be productive. And that's kind of what we're starting to see. So, yeah. And then, um, hang on, let me find some streamable defenses here just in case. Like, like kind of like I talked about uh, last episode as well. I always kind of like to look ahead uh, against my opponent just as, or um, just to kind of see like, you know, try to get some favorable matchups just because like, especially right now, there is no tomorrow. You need to win. Otherwise you're out Um, for fantasy defenses, the jets or the Jaguars short week on a Thursday night game. It's going to be a low scoring game. Both actually have pretty good defenses. I mean, obviously I'd rather have the jets than the Jags, but you know, well, hold on a second. Jags play Houston the following week. Yeah. Um, So if you can grab the Jags now, get two weeks out of them. Mm Mm-hmm. Denver's taking on the Rams next week, and I mean, let's be honest. Even with Baker Mayfield, their the offense is slightly better than it has been, but they they're going to score nine to eighteen points. So you're you know, and, and their O line sucks. You're you're bound to get a sack or two out of them with Denver, so that's not bad. Fish before the show, you talked about Cleveland taking on the Saints. That could be one you could take advantage of. Um. The Raiders yeah, you might be able to on... take either of those defenses too, honestly. Yeah, Raiders taking on Pittsburgh. Their offense has been very like whatever. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. A lot of these other defenses are probably rostered, but yeah, but that's that's a handful of pretty solid picks for next week. Yeah. There you go. Anything else you guys want to talk about? No, that's it. Cool. Hope you made your playoff wins and you're still in the battle. But uh, hang in there. Be strong. Be strong like a not. peepee. Be resilient. Yeah. Like, mm. be pumped up like Kirk Cousins in the second half yesterday. Fuck yeah. yeah. He goes 33 to Take nothing. Take whatever Hold. he took at halftime. Hold Take my two of beer. those. 
Actually, Kirk Cousins probably doesn't. He was like, hold my Fresca. <laughs> he probably does drink Fresca. <laughs> hold my white really claw. I'm going to come white. out there and sling it. No, you know what he drinks? He drinks those He drinks those St. Croix or whatever they're called. Oh, the Croix? Oh, God. You're right. He totally would drink that. And those are fucking gross. Dude, look. LaCroix are the fucking gross because like seriously like you're like oh strawberry and it tastes like someone just ate a bunch of strawberries and farted into a bubble water and you're like mm, delicious <laughs> <laughs> like they're fucking you know it's what my girlfriend likes those things and I'm always like why they're fucking terrible and they're expensive I actually because I like mineral water I like sparkling water I actually think it tastes good but I like the plain one the plain one's fine and the other ones if you're gonna do them they have like these ones that are way cheaper. And they come in like a bottle of crystal ice or something like that. You give them like a dollar. Those are, I like. Oh those. yeah, dude, those, those are, I can fuck with. Yeah, yeah. I know they got all the chemicals, but everything's gonna give me cancer anyway. So fuck. Oh, there's it. Give chemicals me the one least and that other good. Lacroix bullshit too. That's why I like. The other yeah. day, someone at work was like teasing me because I was drinking a diet coke, and I was like, "They taste good to me," and they're like, "Well, the chemicals are bad. Going outside and breathing is bad for you. So fuck you. At least I'm gonna enjoy my life. I actually like, yeah. like you know." People have mixed feelings. I like the taste of Diet Coke. I think it tastes good. Plus, like, fuck, I don't give a fuck what you like. I like what I Fucking like. Fucking lunatic, but yeah, drink your Diet Coke. I ain't gonna tell you. Although if you like, although if you like Lacroix, you're you're insane because those are fucking gross. Yeah, you're pretty. I'm pretty sure you're a serial killer. Yeah, if you like those, because yeah, they are Kurt fucking Cousins. just like if you really like them. If you're like, I'm going to the fridge to get a fucking Lacroix. You got problems. Yeah, if there's like a handful of beverages for you to choose from, and you choose that one, see, I think I could see it if you like if you got like the health concerns, or maybe someone forces you at gunpoint to drink it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but to choose that <laughs> beverage out of an assortment is a travesty. What's well, like? There's times like I'll be like at a party or something, and like you know, you go into like the fridge to grab a drink, and like all they have are like those, and you're like, "Well, fuck, I guess I, you know I don't want to fucking like die of thirst. Well, so I'll drink this." If you're gonna do that, then throw some vodka. I'd in rather there. drink the tap. Fuck it, just give me a cup of and some tap water. Yeah, where's your got ice cubes? Drinks need to as be long cold. as there's ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as there's ice, I'm, I'll be all right. Take me to the hose and give me a cup of ice. I'll be fine. Dude, you know, hose water is the most delicious water. Everyone knows that. It has the most vitamins in it from all the rubber that melts into the water. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we we grew um, up. Dr- remember in football, the fucking water trough they had us drink from, whereas literally yeah, a hose, hose plugged water. into like a rusted metal thing that had holes drilled into it. That yeah, shit it was probably made in. One of the coaches' garages or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah, but that had the most delicious water. Now, granted, it could have also been because it's 116 degrees. You're sweating your dick off outside. But that water, it was always freezing cold, and it tasted delicious, even though it was just this rusted fucking metal pipe with holes drilled in it. <laughs> that was hooked up to a fucking garden hose. But it was the best. It was the best water. Actually, that's probably good. That. I'm going to sue the school because that's probably what's going to give me cancer. I'll be like, it was the water drop. 100%. <laughs> the I water, guarantee it. The water drop gave yeah, me the They'll be like, water prove it, motherfucker. Because you know they don't fucking clean that shit. So it's just filled no, with. No, we never like, did. The, at, the, the, at the end of practice, remember, you un- unscrew the hose and we put it in one of those metal containers put that they put on yeah, fucking storage. Yeah. they put on fucking boats. That's probably how <laughs> fucking And there's also, it. you know, and, and there's all those fucking players that we fucking played with. That would straight fucking gum it. <laughs> They'd put their whole <laughs> mouth on that shit. <laughs> it's like you, you know, there's fucking bacteria all throughout that. I always, I always thought that was weird that guys did that because my thing was, you you spray your face, you rinse out your mouth guard, you put a little in your helmet, and then you just chug uh-huh. until your stomach hurts. That's the only way to do it. That's a lineman way to yeah. do it. Well, I just remember you always had to rinse out your mouth guard because it was always just slimy. Yeah, but yeah. even that's gross because then your slime drool is dripping onto the fucking pipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your helmet sweat's dripping that's down just there. And then you go that's fucking slurp up the water. <laughs> that's Dude, that's why it's so delicious. That's probably why, yeah. It's <laughs> it's it. like seasoned. It's you know what? This is why this is why Hollywood <laughs> drinks children blood. Because when we were drinking trough water, it was all sixteen year old boy germs and fluids on it. That's why it tasted so good. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It all makes sense now. Oh, I get Jesus. it. It does. And you know that you know that fucking water pipe was older than all of us, right? Like that oh, it was probably made in like the forties. 
they made it in fucking auto shop. They they just had like they had like a piece of fucking like steel tubing from a fence. They're like, hey, we could turn this into a drinking fountain. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's probably oh, still there. Childhood. They probably still use the same water trough that we did. We graduated high school twenty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the same fucking water trough out there. That might be worth a trip. We, we should fucking go though. down there during yeah, football should. practice one time and just walk, like, like act like we're total strangers and just walk through the field. Not, dude, not even. You just have to, if you walk around like you know, if you have like a clipboard and a whistle, you can go do whatever you want on a football field. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> no one will ever question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Although, yeah, oh, that, that was a that was a fun time. All right, well, that's going to do it for us this week. Um, I, spoiler alert to the listeners, I will be decommissioned for a few days uh, for Christmas because um, I will be traveling and doing family stuff. And I don't know. If you guys want to do a show without me, you guys can. If not, because you guys don't like doing the intro and the outro, I totally get it's it. Scary. It's scary. scary. <laughs> I told you, you just you cut the beginning from a show and you cut the end out from another show, and then you just act like oh, act shit. like I'm there, just like oh Josh, you're so okay, quiet today. Okay, smart guy. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> but so I mean, if you guys don't hear from us, we will be back the following week for Championship Week to guide your fantasy penis through uh, the end of the year. And then you know we have some off season stuff we're gonna do. Um, just don't don't quit us yet. Our listeners, I, I think I sent you guys a thing. We actually gained 50% listeners this year. So all the people that are new to the show this year, thank you. Thank for, you. For the OG oh, yeah, listeners. Awesome. For the OG listeners that were with us last year, thank you for returning. Just hang Ooh, in there, guys. We got some big things up on the horizon. Um, I actually have merch just about ready to launch, but since the season's over, I might wait till next year. Or just say fuck it, launch it anyways, and see if you guys want to buy some shit. Um, Hell yeah! But yeah, thank you guys for listening. I love you. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's, Happy Holidays. Um, if you guys don't hear from us, we will be back in a couple weeks for the championship. Um, you guys know what to do. Get us on Twitter. Get us on social media. Like I said, I might not be available for a show, but I always have my phone with me. So get us on social medias. At Filthy F Ball Show is the Twitter or me. Um, at Big Rome FFF. At foot F Football Fish is Fish's Twitter. You can Instagram us, even though I don't check it, at Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Or send in your emails to Filthy Fantasy Football Show at gmail.com. But again, thank you so much for listening, guys. I love you. Merry Christmas. King Josh, Josh King. Big Rome. Fantasy Fish. Have a good one, y'all.